Chronic Media Consumption Podcast, where we discuss all things screen, stage, song, and page. I'm Kelly. And I'm Michelle. And this is episode zero. This is our intro. We're basically discussing what we're about, what we expect to be talking about in the future, if we'll be having guests. And basically, <laughs> this is our excuse to just geek out together about the things we love. I'm, I'm excited for this. Yeah, I am too. It's something that we've talked about for a while, but uh, we're actually just going to dive in, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. We are going to be, hopefully, in upcoming episodes discussing things related to any type of media, any type of entertainment that we consume. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> I mean, we've got the basics of film, TV, books, and theater, but we also have a lot of other things that some people may not cover. Comic books, graphic novels, video games, podcasts themselves. Fan fiction. Yep, fan (laughs) fiction is huge. And any of the social media entertainment at this point, YouTube, the late and great Vine, TikTok, streams, etc. You're a TikTok star, right? Star. Wow. (laughs) I am on TikTok. I'm not a star by any means. I am no call me Chris. Let's be fair. That is, I mean, that is true. I am no, I am no call me Chris. I'm no straw hat goofy. I'm no Jay Stoops. So. All good creators. But you yourself are a good creator. So, you know, don't sell yourself too short. Moderate. Let's be honest. But yeah, this is our excuse to sit and chat about all kinds of stuff that we like to watch, read, anything that you consume for entertainment is what we plan on talking about at some point. And today is, it's just the test. Well, let's chat about some of the topics and things that we're really looking forward to going over. Yeah, we are, our first episode, which is coming up later, We'll be delving into color symbolism in film and TV, how it's used to tell stories, whether just straight by color symbolism or by changing the way the the medium actually feels from watching it. Absolutely. Lighting, color, the impact it has on psychology and emotion, and how color has different meanings with different cultures. Yep, different cultures, uh, different depictions, like depending on where the color is shown could mean something different if it's placed elsewhere. If it's strictly just within the frame or if it's in clothing could mean two completely different things. Absolutely. I love this stuff. Dissecting it. People are like, yeah, you're going into too much detail. I'm like, no, I'm not going into enough detail. One of my favorite classes during high school was a class called Visual Literature, which was literally, let's watch movies for a half hour a day. I loved that class. I hated the teacher. That was my first experience in watching superhero movies, other than the previously known Batman and Superman films of my youth, because I saw X-Men for the first time in that class. Fun. And... I, I just I loved that class, the things that we got to do, how to to storytell. Um, just it, it was so much fun and it actually promoted my love of film 
when I got into college and found out that there were other film courses that I could take, one with a teacher I actually enjoyed, and he would teach a 101 film class, and then he taught another film class that I found out I could take multiple times because each semester they were teaching a different aspect of film. And I was like, oh, you mean I can take this like four times? <laughs> yes, yes, you can. I'm doing it. So... <laughs> Absolutely. That's like when I was in college taking my critical thinking courses, I had a professor that did a great job of breaking down uh, the meaning behind different media, particularly finding connections between popular or classic uh, poetry and modern music and how the symbolism and imagery is conveyed in different themes and different methods over the generations and we have to kind of take things into context of when they were first created but it made me look at a few of these songs like Eleanor Rigby I had never really listened to the lyrics or dissected at nearly as much until I actually was in that class and it's you know opportunities like that that really make it so going into the world we critically assess and consume everything around us Exactly. You can't take everything on surface value alone. I'm looking forward to just appreciating the skill, the creativity, all of that, and how they tell a story in ways that you may not pick up on right off the bat. Yeah, definitely. And I think there's also the progression of media and how everything kind of learns from each other you know one thing becomes popular you start seeing it and then it becomes a cliche like this was like a totally new idea just 10 years ago and now it's a cliche exactly like everything coming from um from the young adult authors sorry young adult novels not the authors themselves (laughs) but the young adult genre influencing how all other types of media are being portrayed. Yeah. How Marvel became such a huge cinematic behemoth. And then DC was like, oh, well, we, we got to do that too. And tried to copy paste without realizing that they should be looking at it a little differently. <laughs> They've managed to have their own success in their animated movies and their TV shows a little more than Marvel has. But yeah, they, you can't just copy paste. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's like, I want to be the next, you know, Lost or the next Game of Thrones. But by the time you're planning that out, that next thing is already in existence, and it's not at all what you expected it to be. Exactly. And to be ahead of a trend is something else entirely. The vampire thing has been something that has um, has done its own rise and fall over the past or decades who expected sparkly vampires to be as popular as they were oh oh we can we can get into that i mean i biggest thing for me the one thing i will always say about the twilight brand of vampire is the only time that vampires are sparkly is if they're covered head to toe in stripper glitter Which, you know, knowing a lot of vampires, that could be a pretty common occurrence. Exactly. So, and if you come from whichever brand of vampire you're looking into, you've got like the Buffy Vampire Slayer, 
vampires, you've got the True Blood vampires, you've got the traditional Bram Stoker vampires. All of them have their own forays into the most random access of food getting, I guess is how I'm trying to say this. <laughs> attracting their prey. Yes, attracting their prey and also what happens um, after they get the prey. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, and that's not even taking into account all of the historic representations of bloodsuckers and vampires in many different cultures and how that's been interpreted. Pretty much any society has some version of a vampire. I'm just like curious to see when they actually will write a, a good vampire story about some culture in China or Africa or South America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and seeing seeing the influence of these types of media globally is also something that's really cool. How things are interpreted from one culture to another is very, very important. Like with the issue we're going on right now with the Marvel Universe, how so many fans are going, oh, is Mephisto? Is Mephisto coming? Oh my god, Mephisto. But Mephisto is a character that resembles the devil. Mm-hmm. Which unfortunately means that it, it wipes out any potential of being shown in China because yeah. they will not show any media depicting a devil like character. And that's a huge market for them. So a lot of people are making decisions in their media by you know where the money is. And I think in some cases the story suffers for it. Yeah. It's it's troublesome. On at what point does the the creator play to the audience for good and play to the audience for money? I think it's also interesting where we see the places where people did push those boundaries and then they become the new norm. But mm-hmm. people forget that previously no one was brave enough to do it. Um, I'm thinking of Steven's Universe and how they had a... Um, gay wedding they had openly gay characters and people were like you can't do that that's not going to be popular we're going to lose a lot of viewership these things aren't doable and the creator was like i'm still gonna do it because it's the story these characters are doing that and then now others are following in their footsteps and you can literally plot the increase of uh, representation for gay characters particularly lesbian characters in these stories from that point like it spiked because they were like oh wow people want to watch this like uh, yeah yeah they do <laughs> yeah and steven universe is a fantastic example because that is a show that was predominantly aimed towards children and a lot of people were up in arms about the fact that there were homosexual and polyamorous relationships represented and it's like why this, these people exist. There's nothing explicit. They don't swear. There's no nudity whatsoever. How can you be against something that's teaching people, teaching children, teaching adults, and being super entertaining the entire time that love is love? And kids are going to get out of these things what they're going to get out of it. It's going to be a totally different level than an adult coming in. Like A lot of people are like, oh, no, that's dangerous. It's sexualizing. And like, no, no, no. You're the one sexualizing the kid. The kid's like, look, they're pretty colors and they're holding hands. That's what they care about. You're looking at them and immediately being like, I saw that porn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that's that's what my kids thinking of <laughs> no they aren't they don't have context <laughs> they haven't even gotten that far yet in their mental development no no, no. <laughs> that's one of the things that always gets me i think a lot of the people that immediately jump to that conclusion also have that mentality of they're they're just stuck in the 12 year old mindset where they're like ew ew he said penis um but yeah <laughs> yeah they're saying they're thinking that and they're also uh dealing with their own stuff i think people should stop mm-hmm. projecting on others and just you know deal with your stuff leave people to do their thing if you don't like it don't watch it right you know, and but- you can you can totally suggest something saying that hey this is how i interpret it the creator may not have meant it but this is how i interpret it and it doesn't really sit well with me and that's okay if it doesn't mm-hmm. sit well with you move on to something else. Yeah, it's it's completely valid. And I think people might get defensive and be like, you're shutting down my thoughts and feelings. And I'm like, ah, you can have those, but you also can't invalidate others' existence because it makes you feel icky. Mm-hmm. The icky feelings are all in your head. Okay, yeah, let's move yeah. on. <laughs> These are some of the topics that we're looking at at potentially covering uh, some point in the future we have a list of topics that is as long as my leg um so we have plenty of stuff that we will be fishing around through we will uh hopefully have plenty of guest appearances they're not going to be anybody famous <laughs> they're just going to be people we <laughs> people know, we know. <laughs> no i just want to put that out there we do not have any kind of networking no connections we're going to be talking with people that we know that have different experiences from ours that um, I have friends who have worked in theater. I have friends who um, are much more versed in other topics that I might not cover. Like, for example, anime, fan fiction. I have not really covered much of that. I know very, very basic things. Um, I am more of a film and TV nerd. and um, You are our beloved IMDb. Yes, I am. I am the human incarnate of... IMDB, the Internet Movie Database. Plug in a name in my head and I can tell you like 10 different things that they've been in. So it's always impressive. It's the best best party trick. <laughs> it's fun. And I'll be bringing my um, rather broad level of knowledge. I like to at least have a puddle of knowledge in most areas, but I don't get super deep. I will cover that fan fiction, anime, some music, some books, some theater, some film, some TV. Yep, um, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything, but uh, I'll we'll rely on other people who are a little more passionate about their specific area to really dive super deep when we want to. Yes, it's like it's like a book club for all kinds of media. You've seen things, we discuss it, and we we'll hope to eventually be able to bring the audience in to some of the discussions as well if this actually takes off maybe it will (laughs) maybe it won't we don't know yeah to be able to get a little more interactive with you know maybe requests or ideas or somebody disagrees with us you know tell us we're we're probably right but (laughs) (laughs) we're we're probably right you know you don't know what you're talking about no seriously (laughs) we i i would love to have that come up in future i know we're going to be starting off this is literally a beginner thing we do not know what we are doing we're just sitting talking into the ether um and hope that people will listen 
And if you decide to talk back, that'll be great. We'll hopefully be able to have an email address for us, a website, and potentially maybe, maybe sometime in the future, maybe we'll have a Patreon. We don't know. Maybe. Or a Discord where people can come and scream at us because right now we're just shouting into the void. And it's, it's I'm hoping it's going to be really, really fun. I really think that it's going to be mostly fun. Uh, somewhat educational. I don't know how educational it's going to be, but I, I just want this to be entertaining. I think yeah. it's going to be cool. I think we're going to have a good time with that. And if nothing else, I mean, I like talking to you. So Yeah, I mean, these could be our weekly catch-ups. <laughs> good use of our things. time. Yeah. All right. So thank you for joining this episode zero of the Chronic Media Consumption Podcast. Um, Check us out. We will be available next week. Bye-bye. Bye.